this space is so tight. Ah. It's so tight in here. Whew, let me take a break. I'm a moose drama and I feel like a big old moose in this small spot. I'm in a small spot of a cave. And I forget what they call this, like the Z-turn room or something. Wow, it is like a Z. And you can just barely shift part of your body through at a time. It takes some bravery to be down here and not feel claustrophobic. Okay, let me rest and catch my breath. I'm in a very awkward position. Let's quickly get to the theme song, please. So as I was saying, claustrophobia is a fear of small, tight spaces. And I've experienced a small part of that fear and panic. One time when I was younger, I went face first, head down into my mummy sleeping bag, and someone zipped it up and tied it behind me, and I was stuck. And I cannot explain to you the panic that you can feel when you're in that situation. I don't know what it is, but wow, it just woof, takes it all out of you. If you've ever experienced it, you know your heart rate and anxiety go from zero to 120 in about 1.2 seconds. Right now, I'm remaining calm in my tight space. So... Let's talk about caves. While I'm here, stuck in this little Z room, let me tell you a little bit about caves. Caves are underground spaces that you can crawl into, sometimes walk into. They might be called caverns. The root word for cavern is cave. <laughs> I'd like to share a little bit with you about some of the things I found out. First of all, the largest cave in the world Number three is called, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Shuangdong Cave Network in China. Cave number two is Sistema Oxbella in Mexico, the longest cave in the world. Oh man, let me back up. Cave number three, that cave network, is almost 250 miles long, about 400 kilometers. Cave number two in Mexico, 270.8 miles long, 435.8 kilometers long. But cave number one is almost both of those caves combined. Not quite. 426 miles long, 685.6 kilometers. If you started walking at four miles an hour, it would take you about five days to walk from one end of this cave to the other. And do you know where that cave network is? It's none other than Mammoth Cave in Kentucky and the United States. 
So if you're ever in Kentucky and the United States, you can stop by Mammoth Cave. In fact, it's a national park, Mammoth Cave National Park. But wait, there's more. An amazing place is called Cave of the Crystals or Giant Crystal Cave. Can you guess what's inside of those caves? A whole bunch of blankets. Nope. Crystals. Huge crystals. The room or this cave is in Mexico. Chihuahua, Mexico. The dogs from there may be small, but their caves and crystals are large. The room, the cavern, is almost a thousand feet deep and is about 360 feet long or 109 meters. The crystals that grow in there are called selenite crystals and selenite and gypsum are related. So these are gypsum crystals, some of the largest natural crystals ever found. The largest crystal in this cave is over 37 feet long, over 11 meters. I'm speaking slowly because it's huge. Can you imagine? That's huge. And the, they estimate that the volume of the largest crystal is about 12 tons. But the cave is hot and humid. Not a place you want to go over 136 degrees Fahrenheit or 58 degrees Celsius with high humidity. And that's when it's not flooded. This is not a fun cave to go visit. It's difficult to get to. I'm going to try to share some pictures or links on Facebook so that you can see just how large these crystals are. It's pretty amazing. So check those out. But we have a special feature. Someone would like to share a story. Someone named Beth Ann. Hmm, how do I know her? Well, she's going to share a time when she went caving. So, Beth Ann, the time is yours. Hello, my name is Beth Ann. I'm going to share a story of when I took a class, and in that class, we did a caving exploration. So one of the days, our class went to a cave, and we were to explore and get familiar with the basics of caving and to see what it would be like so that we could take our future students caving. In the beginning of going in the cave, it was a lot of fun. The opening was really wide and we went in and it felt fun and safe. All of us had helmets and headlamps. We had water bottles with us. We had proper clothing that we knew could get dirty. We had boots and we were in a good sized group. We went to a cave that some of my classmates were familiar with so we let them lead the way. As we moved through the cave, each of us would get dirty or damp as we encountered mud or streams. For the most part, it was a pretty dry cave with just a little bit of moisture. One room I remember in vivid clarity. <laughs> now, it was dark 
but we had our headlamps, as I said, and one of my classmates ahead of me said, okay, we're going to all start moving through this area. It's going to get shorter and shorter, and eventually we're going to be crawling on our hands and knees and then kind of sliding on our stomachs. They said at one point, we're going to go through a tiny opening and then it will open up back into a larger space. But he said, we will have to go through one at a time. So you will have to wait in this very shallow room for your turn. Sometimes these rooms can be called pancake rooms because you're laying flat as a pancake. I didn't really think anything about it because I had never really been claustrophobic and claustrophobic is when you feel afraid of small spaces. I hadn't been afraid to go caving. And so I thought, okay, great. We'll do this. We'll take our turns. We'll squeeze through the space and we'll keep going. So I probably ended up in the back middle area of the group as we went further into this pancake room area where we were really tightly packed between the bottom floor and the top ceiling. So you could really feel it all around you. Our lamps, we didn't want to shine in each other's faces, so we had turned off our headlights for a little bit. And when we turned off our headlights, I think there was something about that that made me start to feel afraid. I didn't know my classmates very well at that point. I hadn't known them very long. I didn't know them outside of class. And I remember laying down in this pancake room and really, really wanting a friend. But I only had my classmates around me. But I was scared enough and I was starting to feel like my chest could feel the pressure of the earth below me and the earth above me. All I could think about was how many thousands and thousands of pounds were above me and how much pressure that would be coming down on me. (laughs) So I remember there was one classmate next to me and I said, hey, can you talk to me? And they said, what would you like me to talk about? And I said, anything. (laughs) And so they were so nice. And I don't remember what they talked about, but I remember I just really focused on what they were saying and the sound of another human voice next to me. And as we waited our turn to go through the small opening and after a while, and they kept talking to me, it was our turn. And so we went through one at a time and sure enough, it opened up into a room where I could stand and I thought, hallelujah, I'm so glad that's over with. (laughs) But I remember that experience because I remember that just having somebody else nearby, having their voice next to me, talking to me about something, anything, was really comforting. It makes me think about God and His Holy Spirit and how we can always reach out for the comfort of the Holy Spirit no matter where we are and the Holy Spirit will always be there to give us that comfort and reassurance.
Thank you for sharing. You know, this whole episode is really for someone. Hmm. Someone. Ansel has requested an episode about caving and being brave. And I think caving and bre- being but I think caving and being brave go well together hand in hand like cats and dogs peas in a pod wait a minute cats and dogs don't go well together do they well anyway Ansel this episode is for you because it's your birthday Happy birthday from this cave. I'm going to wish you a happy birthday, but to celebrate, I'm going to get out of here. So I will wiggle my way out. I've had enough of a rest. It is time for me to get out of here. Well, listeners, Moose Jaw Matt is on his way out of the cave. Until next time, keep exploring your world even if you have to inch your way along. Come on, let's go. Yeah, go, it's tight. Ugh.